Finding the music you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Eric. And I am Brittany. And we are... For Color Nerds. The conversations that black people have. When white people are not in the room. But we record them. And we put them on the internet. Yes. How's it going, Brittany? You know what? Honestly, I'm in a good mood. The weather is nice. It's not raining. It's not... It's not raining. Yeah. And it's not snowing. And I'm alive. And it's good. And you know what I'm saying? Like, life is beautiful. Everything's popping. How it you is. I'm very, I'm very good as well. I have no, I have no real complaints, you know? I, although, actually, no. So, is the weather is beautiful right now. But this morning, it was crazy. I don't know if in your part of the world. It was thunderstorming. It sounded like the world was Did just about you, to end. My part of the world? Yeah. I was like bush. 20 blocks north of you. <laughs> but, okay, go ahead. But still, anyway, it was like, it was real deep. I, I woke up at like 5 o'clock this morning because of the thunderstorm. Mm, you no, know, I sleep. I like, it's comforting to me. I was like, oh, at first I was worried that people were like shooting. And then I was like, okay. Go back to sleep. Not gunshots, dreams. Yeah. Well, also the people who live above me, they really into video games, so they mm. like always have everything full blast, three o'clock in the morning. Call of Duty. I don't know what Call of Duty is, but it sounds like a video game. But you know, enough about us. Yes, we got something to get to. Yes, and we don't have shit going on. It's very true. So let's get on, let's get on to the next thing. So we actually have a very super special guest in the studio with us today. You might know her as the Academy Award-nominated star of the film Precious and the hit TV show Empire. Um, but you will soon know her as a best-selling memoirist and author of the book, This Is Just My Face, Try Not to Stare, the esteemed, hilarious, and lovely Miss Gabourette Sidibe. Hi. We Hi. So yeah. Woo. Yes. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so we're really excited because you wrote this awesome book yes. that we just read. Yes. And we want to talk to you about it. Yes. So, uh, one, the book is really good. So, like, Thank congratulations. You. Yes. Seriously. Thanks. Uh, it's like this, like, brutally honest but like still crazy funny look <laughs> mm-hmm. at like very much the interior of your life yes. like you put it all out there yes uh what made you want to share this much of your life in a book <laughs> um <clears throat> okay so it's very okay so when i first started writing i don't think i knew that i was writing a mem- i don't i purposely was not trying to write a memoir i just I wrote this one, I wrote this like essay about confidence and how offended I am by constantly being asked uh, about my confidence Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's, I'm asked about my confidence because I'm inherently not supposed to have confidence. And after writing that, I felt better about that nuisance in my life. Mm -hmm. So when I started writing the book... I started writing things that just, you know, was kind of like a Lego piece in my chest, something that bothered me. Mm-hmm. And every time, like from the, if it bothered me while writing the first sentence, the Lego piece had fallen through by the last sentence of the chapter. Mm-hmm. And so I just, it's almost like I squared that away. I fouled it away. I was upset by it. And then I figured out how to not be upset by it. And so that's what I just thought, well, how deep can this go? Like, how <laughs> how many of these Lego pieces can I make fall through my chest? And um, 
damn, it turned into a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a lot. Yeah, a lot of Lego yeah, a lot of, and I and yeah. I truly feel I feel better in this weird way. So yeah, I wrote some personal stuff. I didn't write every personal thing about myself. Like there's a there's still a lot left. There's mm-hmm. a I'm, I'm a whole mess of crazy mm-hmm. and emotions going on. But I did square away at least seventeen bits of it in like seventeen <laughs> chapters. And so yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, have you always been writing? Yeah, well, when I was like a kid, I thought for a while that I would be a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I just love comedy and um, and I love making people laugh, even though I still really hated people. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, <in the> <laughs> it's my it's my default to just be like people no, uh, but I really like I really like people when they laugh, and I really like I enjoy people when I'm enjoying making them laugh. It's mm-hmm. a stupid thing. Anyway, so um. I started writing when I was a kid, and I never thought it was serious, but I just was, like, hella creative and, like, really dope at it, I guess. <laughs> and um, I remember this one time I wrote this story about, and I forget whether or not I put it in the book, I wrote this story about this kid, this teenager who kills his parents. That's and- chill. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. chill. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Tuesday. I was eight. <laughs> I was eight or nine years old. And I wrote, but like I wrote it, I was, I was, okay, so when I was like eight or nine years old is when the Menendez brothers, like, mm. whole thing happened. Right. So yeah, after they killed their parents, I was like, I wonder what that's like. I didn't realize that that's a thing that you can do. Yeah. And so I just wrote a story about it and I gave it to my mom, like all excited, like read this story. <laughs> like, I was so, I was like, read this, read this. And she was like, that's great. And then like a day later, I overheard her talking about it to my cousin and being like, uh, this little she just wrote about kill. I gotta watch her yeah. because she because that one we don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and I did so like, that was kind of the first time I realized that I could write something that that would affect the way people thought about me mm-hmm. and I've kind of been writing ever since but usually for private like if it gets I, I, I sort of got like a, a weird sense of like what okay that's gonna be too weird to share so yes. keep that to yourself you put that on the secret tumbler yep. yeah <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do. <laughs> I, do. Uh, I don't know how Tumblr works. It's just like dicks, right? Yeah. And, well, mostly. Yeah. Dicks and like Nipples. carefree black, you know, carefree black people. Oh, that's like, nice. Tumblr wrote the Lupita and Rihanna movie, right? I know that they did that. It's a little, I, I feel like, like it was both. I feel I like it was, was both. It, like, it bounced it twi- back and forth. It got forth from between, Tumblr yeah. to Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And then Twitter really put, as Twitter put does. Hooray for black Twitter. I know. right? I mean, move the culture. We, we do. move mountains. We move I mean, mountains. <laughs> and as we have done since the dawn of time, mm-hmm. and exactly. will continue to do, mm-hmm. as they continue to play us and pretend that we don't exist yeah. and pretend that we didn't give them every goddamn piece of their life. But that's a bigger conversation. Exactly. That is a bigger yeah. conversation. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a 16-part series. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I was like, well, it's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> it's only 24 hours in a day. But I want to get back to the book. So okay. the book starts off with this, like, like a surprising and painful story um, that involves Lee Daniels and Andre Leon Talley, who's an editor from Vogue. And basically you overheard this private phone conversation between Lee and Andre and Andre Leon Talley. I don't, I don't want to repeat the phrase just because I think it's unkind and it's in the book. So people can like, spo- you know, no you spoilers. Need book. You need to buy the book. <laughs> Wait, you buy the book. Buy though. the book if you want to find out what he said. <laughs> but it was like extremely unkind words speaking about you in extremely unkind terms. And aside from the fact that that must have been really painful and difficult to experience, like Lee Daniels is your boss. Like was your boss, still is your boss. Currently. And yes, yeah, still presently. Um, <laughs> And Andre Leon Talley is like one of the most powerful people in fashion, like, and has been for probably like 25, maybe 30 years. And like, not a lot of people would have made the decision to come forward with that story and then also put it in the, at the very beginning of their memoirs. <laughs> First chapter. Right. So, why did you choose to do that? Um, I'm a little bit stupid. <laughs> Um, actually you know what that's another that that yeah that is the first that's actually the first story that i wrote for the entire book Mm. and um i i really didn't mean to write it 
I meant to write about it was Halloween night and I was deciding not to do anything because I was so tired and all of my friends were out like having fun mm-hmm. and I was tired and so I stayed home and my friend Kia told me to stay home and that's kind of I was just going to write about like my aggravation with not being able to go out and party and I don't know how it got there because like people were sending me photos of people dressed up as precious and like what that feel that I only really meant to write what that feels like mm-hmm. to kind of be paid homage to while also being made fun of. Mm. And it kind of snowballed into this one story that I get was a Lego piece. Mm. This thing that I didn't know how to not be upset about. And yes, I overheard this really unkind thing that is also very much in our community a a praise. It's also a compliment Mm -hmm. in this strange way. And like what we do, I think that what we do with words is really interesting and powerful. Like the way we take the N-word and we and it's now instead of what, you know, what they called us to mm-hmm. diminish us and, and to belittle us, it's what we say in love to each other mm-hmm. and to ourselves. I think, and it's the same thing with everything that Andre and Lee said about me. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that interesting thing of like, is it, are you offending me or are you, or are you lifting me up Mm -hmm. and I just kind of wanted to explore that and yes okay so Lee is my boss (laughs) was then Lee I mean like I would not you would not know me you would not be speaking to me without Lee uh because he is the first person to look at me and think that I was a that I was a star you know um to think that I was anything more than just like you know a black spot Mm. um And so, and he loves me and I love him and he's like a mentor. And so I know his intentions because everything, no matter what word you say, if your intention behind it is good, then I have to see that more than I see the word, you know? And at the end of it, I say, you know, what is it? Like, is it, is it them talking like basically shit about me to demean me or is it them uplifting me? And I don't, I don't super know, but I know that it's my dude. I know that this will happen throughout my entire career. Now that I'm visible, people will make fun of me. Like there was a weird, okay. So like, I've always been like a fat dark skin girl, Mm -hmm. like always. And um, that was bad in elementary and bad in junior high and bad in high school, but it was kind of fine in college. And like when I was a normal person, it was fine. Nobody Mm -hmm. made fun of me. Nobody did anything up until like so from the ages of like 18 to 24. But at 26, I was famous. And now it's like, oh, that like like you can't. I mean, people say the worst things about me all the time now. And so I, I had to learn that this is what real life will be. Like, no, I'm sorry. Real life is not this. Like, Hollywood Mm. is completely different. Real life, everybody's fine. But because this is where I work, I will be compared to everything black. I will be compared to every animal in the entire world. And that experience, overhearing that phone call before the film came out, really prepared me for that. Yeah. That was a long ass answer. No, you know, no. y'all could just I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that was great. That was and there was honestly, and there was so much in that. Like, I mean, even just kind of hearing you break down like that work of having to kind of understand and process people's intentions, you know, like it, it, in in terms of whether or not something is praise or 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 meant to like be an insult. Like that that's real. And like even, you know, with I mean with words like nigga, it's like you know, at this point, you can tell a lot by the intention, by who's <laughs> saying that word yes. to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're, honestly, don't. If you're white, just don't. Never. Yeah, just don't. No, <laughs> like, stop don't it. Do exactly. It. We no. see the intention. You're white. You don't have good intentions. Yeah, <laughs> baby. I'm sorry. Even if you think you stop. do, mama, you don't. <laughs> but Mm-mm. that, like, it's interesting. You don't often think about that mental work having to happen in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a conversation and a processing that, for, like, for me, happened a long time ago. Like, nigga was here when I got here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But That's like, not on you. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. But, like, I can't imagine, like, you know, the difficulty of having to, again, having to do that work, like, in the moment, in an immediate sense. And I thought you, like, you handled and it, it made it so clear, like, what processing those type of emotions looks like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And also, too, just, like, the fact that, like, when you're out in the world and, like, you use the phrase visible, like, pe- you you don't only belong to yourself in a way anymore. Because, like, an, anybody can find your voice or your image or, you know, 
watch you talking or eating or doing any number of things. They can see you, you know, your work is for people to see you and take you in. Like a part of you, people feel like they can just, you know what I'm saying? They can kind of do whatever with it. I also think that what my first film was, because it's about a girl who is sexually abused by both parents Mm -hmm. and, you know, has children really young and deals with AIDS and all these things. You know, there's a lot of humanity and pain in this one girl. And there's a lot, there are billions of ways to be a person. And so there's a billion ways to suffer. And so a lot of different people, black, Asian, white, like like a lot of different people see themselves Mm -hmm. in me. And so people put good stuff on me, but they also put bad stuff on me too. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that like even even writing this book, I wrote every single word of this book and I'm telling you this is who i am but people you still see me through a a filter of your shit you know you still see me through a filter of everything that you've gone through Mm -hmm. and so and i it took me a while to figure that out like because also at the same time like it was my first ever audition nobody knew me as gabaret Mm -hmm. that's a hard enough word to know someone by (laughs) but people knew me as precious and it was a lot to like be called a name that's not my name yeah. <laughs> like, which, which honestly, I've had problems with people calling me names that are not my name from the time I was born. Like, it's not, it's not like I don't want to be compared to pressure. I don't want to be called Susan. I don't want to be called any. I don't want to be called. Da- I don't want to be called anything. But I say all that to say that um, people put a lot of stuff on me, positive and negative, and and you know, in between. And it's my job to continuously find myself. And I thought it was my duty to like, no, 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 I'm not her. I'm this. No, 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 I'm not that. I'm this. It's actually not my job because you'll still walk away. You still have your whole life. You still have your whole life to live. Mm -hmm. It's not my job to put these things on you. It's like as an actress, as a person who is visible, it's just kind of my job to be a mirror. And I understand that now in a way that I didn't at the beginning of my career because I still have to like my responsibility is me, not you. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that was a word. Okay. (laughs) You... We gonna Come on, word. somebody. Yeah. Yes. 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 Doors to the church are open. Seriously. <laughs> Speaking on, like, finding yourself, like, I feel like, I mean, I, I, the book was, I feel like you kind of, like, translating that. Like, you that, that process of finding yourself. And there are so many, like, themes in this book. Like, man, like, you know, <laughs> you, like, you know, family. There's, like, self-esteem and acceptance. There's, you know, pushing back, like you said, on other people's perception of you and your mm-hmm. identity. And, like, so many more. I'm curious as to, like, and you also kind of alluded to this in these Legos that you were working through, these, you know, these issues and things that, you know, you're trying to process. What was, like, what was the most difficult thing for you to to, to write and to work through? So when I first started writing the book, like, family stuff, family, we all all have a family. Families Mm -hmm. are complicated. Say that 20 times over. (laughs) They are complicated. They are the only people in the world that you are forced to love because you started loving them before you knew what love was. You know what I mean? And so, um, it's just, woo. And you can't choose them. But, like, you, I mean, my my entire existence has been a struggle of, would I choose you? If we if we if we went to high school together, would we be in the same clique? You know what I mean. So um so okay, I said so at the beginning of writing the book, and I took three years to write the book. I was not, I did not have relationship with my father. I stopped talking to him. He was he was out of my life by my own choosing. I chose that. I was like actually, no, you know, and um because. I was mad at him for like a string of things. And you could see that. Like so the so another I wrote about my parents' marriage and I was not talking to him then. Um but I let my mom read the chapter and you know, she was proud but also like regretful of, of some stuff or whatever. And the, some you know, that stuff is from when I was eight and I'm thirty four almost. Mm-hmm. So um but throughout writing the book I figured out why I'm pissed at my dad. And it wasn't just the last thing that he did. Mm-hmm. I felt betrayed by some stuff happen- that happened when I was eight. I mm-hmm. felt betrayed. Because, like, the whole thing is that my dad had a... So my dad is, I guess, if you're standing in America, you would call him a polygamist. But mm-hmm. if you're standing in Senegal, you would call him the average Senegalese man mm-hmm. because he has more than one wife. 
And so um, he married my mom. And then when I was five, he married his second wife. And we didn't find out about her till I was eight. Mm. So I felt betra- I felt betrayed as if I were his wife. Like, how dare you have another wife, a whole other family, a whole other child. And now she's pregnant again. I'm the youngest. Like, how dare me not be the young? Like, how do you do this to me? And I've been ma- I've been carrying that for a long time. And once I wrote that, I, f- I again, squared it away. Lego piece. And then I wrote another thing. Another Lego piece fell. And now, towards the end of the book, I figured out a way to talk to him. Not only did, it's not even talking. I had to figure out how to forgive him. And I've been told my entire life, oh, forgiveness is for you. Forgive, like, being mad at somebody is like swallowing poison and expecting them to die. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck you. I do what I want. I'll be mad with whoever I want to be mad at forever. You don't know me. Like, I've kind of been like that my entire life. And then I realized, oh, God, I am swallowing this poison. Mm. Why am I doing this to myself? And so I figured out a way to, to forgive him. And see him as, because like he wasn't doing that to, he didn't marry that second wife to piss me off Mm-mm. or to hurt me or to hurt our family. Mm. He's doing, his father had multiple wives. That's just, that's his, that's the way he knows family goes. That's his idea of family. That's who he, he is. He's trying to survive it. And he's a good man. He's, I mean, he really tries to be a good man at that. Like, he does. But just because I'm hurt because of my American sensibilities and I'm hurt because of betray and all those things. But that's not what he was trying to do. And so that took, that took, if I had to think about it in the scope of how long it took me to write the book, I didn't figure that out until like two years in. Mm. Wow. Yeah, like two years in. And then I'm, and then I was compelled to, I, I, read back and I was like, woo, he got it. Ooh, he got it hard from me. <laughs> and my mom really got off. <laughs> like my mom, my, my mom looks like, so. my mom is great. My mom is great. But like, she's going to look like, you know, God versus the devil mm-hmm. compared to my mom, to my father. And that's when I wrote the story about my name. And that, but like all the stuff that I wrote about, because I wrote a whole chapter about my name and where it comes because my father named me. I wrote that all in one day. Wow. And I also, I called him that day and got all of that information because all this stuff, I've been so mad at him for so long, I did not care who he was, what he was, or anything. And like, it's, it's sort of weird that like forgiving him made me be interested in him. And I got mm. so much information in about 10 minutes that I never even thought to ask. Wow. That's stupid. Why ask your parents really uncomfortable questions? Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually uh, had yeah. a lot of recent experience with that myself, and just like, um, like recently, I, I realized like uh, when my child was being uh, was being born, like or just before that, I had never really had those deep conversations with my own mom or mm-hmm. even my father for that regard in terms of about just like what what happened, what was our life through your lens. You know, I just I just never quite done that before. And uh, like through I did this like, you know, kind of uh, random oral history project. Brittany's actually one of the like few people who've heard it. Yes, <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the same thing with my mom, my parents like a month later because you did it. But uh, <gasps> but yeah, it was it was like it was so different. You know, like one, I was I feel like now once you get older, you're able to receive that information. Yes, absolutely. In a just completely different way. And it's, it's, it's really transformative. So, yeah. yeah. I realized I made up my pa- my mind about who my pa- who my dad was when I was six, mm-hmm. six or eight years old, and I I've had more to I made up my mind about who my mom was when I was like sixteen, and that's not fair to them mm-hmm. because that's not that's not the great scope. My brain wasn't formed really until I was twenty. That's just how humans work. Yeah. Your brain isn't like a real brain until no. you're like twenty one. Yeah. yeah, like you're Lord like knows. you're just like a dummy. <laughs> like you're dumb. Your brain's pudding. So like, but like you shouldn't be. You know, I mean like. Like, I can't take the decisions I made and the choices I made and the opinions I made then Mm -hmm. seriously now. I had to form new ones. I've been thinking as you've been answering these questions, um, I'm identifying with a lot of the things that you're saying and also the way in which you're delivering it. Because um, something that I really enjoyed in the book um, was, you know, you 
you charted your journey through intensive therapy. And as a heavily therapized person myself. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Um, I, I, like I could I could read it in the book, but also I can hear it when you're talking now and I can see it in your face that you definitely took some you took some real shit away from that. <laughs> and you've been living it. You've incorporated it. Um, what is the lesson that you learned in therapy that you come back to the most often? The first lesson that I had to learn and that I keep and I, I I've taken it upon myself to teach it to other people, the it's very basic. That you are allowed to have therapy. That's just it. Mm. That's just it. I mean, like, look, we're all black. We know. <laughs> we know. We know. If you tell, like, tell anybody in your family, I'm really sad right now and I don't, I don't know what it is. Nothing in particular happened. I just feel unsettled and I feel sad. And the answer is go down to the church mm. and take your burden and lay it at the cross. Here's the thing. That doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just and it didn't work for me because what I have is not a spiritual problem. It is a medical problem. Mm -hmm. Like it is a brain problem. I have real emotions and and the church isn't going to work. And so like I I and like I have okay, I've been very clearly needing therapy since I was very young, mm -hmm. nine. Like, I mean, like this, the, the, this, I mean, my parents' marriage, the dissolving of it alone, moving from Brooklyn to Manhattan and then with my new aunt and, you, you know, all this stuff, I needed it then and didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And I continued to need it throughout my entire life. And so by the, I got it on my own when I was 19. When I was 19, 20, I got it on my own. Mm -hmm. um, and even then... I was laughed at. Oh, you don't need therapy. So you you out there, you think you white or something? Like you got, oh, you, and can't nobody see that damn mm -hmm. problem. If your leg ain't broke, then I don't know why. You don't need to go to the damn doctor. But like <laughs> the thing is I do. And, and on top of that, I get to. So do not rob me of the options to get well mm. by just tell, telling me that all I need to do is believe in God more. You know what? The best way to piss off a black person is to say, mm, maybe there is no God. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's a really fun way to troll people. I troll, I'm so awful. I went to the BET Honors and somebody was like, mm, aren't you so glad that God is shining on you? And I was like, mm, if he exists. I was kidding. <laughs> but like, it's just the I know. I was like, honors. yeah, because I ain't shit. Because, <laughs> because it's a really, really fun way to troll black people. <laughs> like, it's so fun. Like, the mental, like, the watching the mental math that they have to do in their eyes when they're, like, reaching for the holy water yeah. to, like, spread. <laughs> like, just, oh, my God. <laughs> it's really fun. I'm, a, I'm Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, the very basic, basic notion that I am allowed to get therapy is the number one thing that I had to learn that I take away and that I try to tell other people you are allowed, honestly, just an uh, 45 minutes to an hour mm -hmm. a week where you don't have to worry that you are monopolizing the conversation. Mm -hmm. That's a very, that's a woman thing too. Yes. And, or, or, or worried that you are complaining too much. This person's literally being paid <laughs> to hear you complain. Yes. Yeah. And I swear to God, that is so worth it. Maybe God, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. There's a God. <laughs> but that's also that it, uh, going back to what you said about like, the, like uh, monopolizing the conversation, being a woman thing. Also, just like taking the time and having space that nobody can interrupt. Like when I go, I go. Every Tuesday night, seven thirty p.m., seven thirty to eight fifteen. I've been seeing this. I've, I've been I've gone off and on for years, but I've been seeing the same one consistently for the past five years. And I can say with ease that, like, because I mean, Eric and I have been best friends for twelve years, so he remembers. I remember the, dark the before. Ages. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, what was that like? Oh, <laughs> we were all. We were all. It was a mess. Yes. It was a bit of a young. mess. Y'all brain wasn't formed. Uh-uh. So possible God was working on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> possible God. Possible God. You, you going to get boycotted. I am going to get okay, boycotted. They're going to boycott you like Pepsi. <laughs> Look, because my God is real. I just want to make that clear. Brittany got me messed up in here. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I can say, I can honestly say that every, uh, the my life is very stable now. Got a good job. Got a good side hustle. Got a great relationship. Solid. 
solid. And I literally, like, I know that I've been the person out living my life, but if I didn't have this woman who, like, this woman who just so resembles Viola Davis every Tuesday night, <laughs> looking at me like, just looking at me like, girl, what are you talking about? Within a loving way, then, like, I don't know... I don't know where I would be if I it just got me in the habit of taking time that is uninterrupted, that is mine, even just because I paid for it. Mm -hmm. And this person is contractually obligated to be there like nobody can take that over. And the older I get, I don't have any kids yet, but like, you know, work a lot. And I know you understand. I know you work a lot. And it's like it's so easy to put yourself all the way at the end of the list. Absolutely. And it's like I don't have any kids. The other day I looked at myself in the morning and I was like. I didn't think I would experience this level of self-neglect without any children. Mm. <laughs> but, like, it's so easy as a woman to be like, everybody else has to come before me. Everything else has to come before it me. And really therapy is. Has, is, like, the only thing that, like, the only habit that I formed, like, early in adulthood that, like, keeps me from not totally falling into that. See, I've been, ta- I've been talking about this a lot because I think it's, like... I think it's a woman's thing to do, but I especially think that it's a woman of color thing to do. Mm-hmm. Black woman's plight. You don't let me catch you in these streets not being a strong, independent black woman. Don't <laughs> let me catch you. But like in that, in being strong and independent and black, and, and black the mother of society, the crust of <laughs> the society. Yes. Okay, the yes. earth. You are so strong. The way to be strong is to put yourself last and to make sure everybody is eaten, everybody's good, everybody's hair is did. Make sure everybody is taken care of mm-hmm. before you. Mm-hmm. But, hi, no. Here's how life really works. When you're on a plane, they tell you, put that mask, if there's if there's a change in the oxygen, put that mask over your face first mm. so that you can then help somebody else. Because what is the point of putting the mask over you and I'm, I'm about to die? No, 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 no. We could both live that way. And so get your therapy. I mean, it's just an investment in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just an investment in you. And not to be like, oh, black men don't sacrifice. I mean, <laughs> you do. Mm, come on y'all know y'all know we yeah. out here thugging for real. y'all yeah. y'all out here dating white um, okay no, no, I'm sorry don't, don't, bring, <laughs> Jesse, don't bring Jesse Williams into this don't bring Jesse Williams I'm not, Williams I'm not. oh wait oh, I don't know nothing about that now <laughs> I'm a mind mind ba- okay I did send it okay so I have a pretty horrible group text <laughs> like with my with my friends and I was like you guys Oh my God, he's getting a divorce. A, no black love. B, call the hoe alarm. Both <laughs> Bay is single. <laughs> Sound the hoe alarm. I'm just, I'm a bad person. Anyway, but, but <laughs> therapy, back to therapy. Therapy is so important that, like, my shot, did you read the last line of my entire yes. book? Yes. Is. And lastly, shout out to my therapist. Mm. Get that money, girl. <laughs> I felt that. Yeah. I felt that. And on that note, <laughs> while you go look up a therapist in your area, yeah. <laughs> your service provider, uh, we are going to take a quick break. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. 
Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, so we welcome back. back. We back here with Gabby. <laughs> Brittany's lit. Yeah, I'm excited. You know what it is? Uh, I'm excited. My mom was excited. We were going to talk to you. Oh yay! Yeah, my parents. Hey, mama. They don't listen to the show. Uh, well. <laughs> they might actually listen to this one though. Yeah. Real you're supportive. On yeah, no, they. Uh, yeah, they don't listen to the show, but they get excited. They were. They were like, "Oh, that's so exciting to know." Like, no further plans that yeah. they're like so exciting that's, that's great yeah they were like my parents that's are beautiful. thrilled they're like just tell us I can't, we can't wait to hear about it I'm like no, oh my god you can, you can hear, hear it, it. <laughs> you can hear it if you, you want to you can subscribe yeah, yeah. But... A, a lot of a lot of people do yes. you know? yeah there's a couple yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah so now that we're back there is another question as you mentioned like so much of the book deals with kind of like the deep and really complicated ways and uh, complicated relationships that we have with our parents and you hinted that, like, you sent, uh, you talked you talk to your dad about, like, elements of the book, and you sent, like, chapters to your mom. But I'm curious as to, like, overall, one, do you know if they've read, have they read the full thing? They have not. Mm. I have not given it to them. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I sent the full thing to my mom, but, like, uh, I sent a bunch of books out, and I think they all got lost in the mail, and oh. I don't know what to, I don't know if that's, like, an angel or not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will give my mom a book. I will give my, I'll probably try to figure out how to give my dad a book tomorrow um my dad wants to read the whole thing i think my mom my mom said years ago that she would never Mm. read the book Mm. um i think that she'll probably although she look she's actually pretty bomb in the book yeah yeah, she actually yeah (laughs) like she's pretty lit but um i think that she has some unresolved stuff of her own Mm -hmm. that she i think she's really afraid of what's in the book Mm. um just reliving those those like moments yeah and And i can't you know i look i i honor both of my parents um in the way that i honor them and i honestly I wrote this book for me. This mm. book is by me for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm cool if they don't and if they do read it. Yeah. I'm settled. I'm, so you mentioned your dad. Your dad uh, expressed like intent and desire to, to read it. I'm Like what would you really want him to like take from this? I really, I mean, I really want to want him to take that I love him because I have spent the bulk of my life being so outwardly frustrated at him and and loudly frustrated with him that um, I I assume he thinks that I'm a huge problem that I hate him and that you know I've never said I hate you I've never I think I've I've even said to him you know I really love you but I cannot do this I'm done with you I love you like that was the last conversation we had before when I like ended things with him like I broke Mm -hmm. up with him Um, I was like I love you but I can't be hurt by you anymore and so I want him to see that I see him the most important thing for me my entire life is to be seen because I feel like I've not and not like not that's not about being famous it's not it really I'd never Mm -hmm. want it to be it's um it's about you being able to see the humanity in me to Mm. see the that even if I'm mean to you you know that it's actually out of hurt Mm. and that there's something deeper in me that's actually really I love you so much I'm Mm -hmm. so frustrated so I really want him to see me Mm -hmm. and I want him not only that I want him to see that I see him that's important Wow, that was really beautiful. Yeah, I'm just so deep and whatever. Yeah, you just <laughs> just like a really wow, good person, Nikki Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm curious to ask, so like, you wrote this book that helped you work through a lot of stuff, and 
like you seem to just be in a really good moment and space mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Like <laughs> your energy is great. I was at dinner last. I went to. Hey, we're in Brooklyn. Y'all ever gone down to Carla like Carla's place? Not yet. The hot chicken the, place. Ooh, Not yet. I wanted to go so bad. I haven't been. It's. It's I don't know Tennessee hot chicken. Oh, it's yes, 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 yes. Too. It's popping. But I was have to say, I was with my friends who I hadn't seen for a while um, last night, and they're like, yo, you look happy. Like, you look really good. And I re- I swear it must, it's this book. This is why I wrote it for me. Because, like, this is me doing my work. This is, like, all of my therapy. I Yeah, I feel good, and I feel I feel really, really good, you guys. I, I feel geeked up by how good I, I no, feel. No, it's evident. It's evident. Oh, good. Yeah. No, and you it's should, too. Like, honestly, I, I can't imagine what it feels like to want to, like, I mean, you've one, you've accomplished a lot. It mm-hmm. feels like you, you've accessed a way to be proud of those accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even your, like, your process for working out how to be proud of those accomplishments is an accomplishment in itself. You know, mm-hmm. the book itself is like is like something to be, you know, celebrated. And that's just like it's just an awesome thing. Like I just wanted to say that. Inky, you know what? I okay. So I've been doing this thing. I look, okay, I think I there's like a part I talk about like an ex-boyfriend that I had that was like the only one that was mean to me and was like horrible. And my friend was like, Do you think that you deserve good things? And I was like, Oh, really no. Mm-hmm. And there and my friend was like, Well, that's why you keep that guy around because he's the only one that agrees with you. So I that is something that I like still work about. I work at it. Mm-hmm. And I just decide honestly, I've been praying and like I stay stoned up. Yes, okay? girl. I got crystals I in got, my purse. What? Yes. Okay. I yes. have home crystals and travel crystals. Yes. Do you you know what? Speak you, on you, it. Speak on <laughs> it. Let me girl. Because wait, what? wait you put on those of you that can't see. I am pulling crystals that out is of a, my bra. Yes, that I am never. Yes, and two in this necklace. So I have a full five crystals on me at all time because, and I put everything into these things because. Uh, oh, why did I put them in my bra when I have pockets? <laughs> Lord, I thought that mercy. was the next level. Yeah, I was about to say, you try to keep it. But yeah, you're supposed bra. to put them in your bra. Yes. There's one <laughs> you're supposed to be all of. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way you do it. But, <laughs> but I, my prayer lately, because I, the second I am aware of a problem, it takes, you know, it's not even the second. I'm aware of a problem, and then I'm like, I guess I'll get to that soon. And so I figure I, it takes me a few weeks or a month or something of like, <laughs> figuring out how to not be offended by having that problem to like then work on it. And so I have lately been doing this thing where I just want to, I'm getting love. Okay. I'm getting love. But first I'm the, not to be like this person, but I am the eighth black woman to be nominated for best actress by the Academy. Oh That's I'm number eight in yeah. In 20, what was it? It was like 2010. Mm -hmm. How many years of the Oscars? And I was number eight. I'm getting love, but I was not raised to receive love. Mm. Um, Not raised by my family and not raised by the streets Mm -hmm. to receive love. And it took years to be like, people were like, I love you so much. And I'm like, that's nice. But what I do is I let it hit me and fall. I don't Mm -hmm. take it in. And so, and I realized what I've done with this book is a lot of work. And I realized that like love will happen and it's always happened, but I haven't let it in. And so I am practicing letting it in. Letting it come through me, filter out, and pushing it out again. I want love. I need to receive it. I need to see it when it happens. I need to not. My first instinct is to convince myself, when you say you love me, that I'm a piece of shit you don't know. And if you knew that I were a piece of shit, you wouldn't like me. Mm. (laughs) I don't got to do that, though. That's dumb. Why Mm -hmm. am I doing that? Why am I hurting myself in that way? And so that has been, I've been practicing it for about two weeks now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I've been readying myself for the good things for about a year, though. At the first of this year, I was like, this book is going to come out pretty soon in five months, and you got to be good. And yeah. so it's like, look, everything I do, everything that I am is a practice. I am doing work here. I just, nothing comes easy for me. I'm constantly working. Mm. Are we We really... It's a tragedy that we don't have an organ in here today. I know because, because you're preaching. <laughs> this is honestly, this is like the best word. I as a non church. I'm going just. I'm just like, collection though. Yeah. <laughs> like Lord, no cares, it's time for the revival. Like 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Um, this is kind. Of, speaking of love, <laughs> I have a question that is tangentially related to the subject. I feel like, and I also it is. not at all. Um, <laughs> so you you talk in the book about going through a hoe phase. Ah, and that is a <laughs> phrase that I actually. I can say this because my parents don't listen to the show. Um, that is a phrase that I also use when talking about like my former life before I got my shit together. Actually, while I was getting my shit together, and like maybe that's a process. You know right? what? All throughout my entire a lot of not throughout the whole thing, but there Later are patches. Today. Yeah, but it's, who knows? But yes, the, yes, a whole phase is something that I am. It's, I'm very familiar with. You know, with the term, I use it myself. Um, but th- you know, those days are, are presently behind me. They have been for the past couple of years. Um, and I would like to know, as somebody who can relate, mm-hmm. what is the number one thing that you miss about your whole face? Probably the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that is the pe- that is the number one benefit. Yeah, <laughs> be real. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the odd thing I just kind of I okay I what I miss about the whole phase which is I didn't think I missed anything about the whole phase until you asked so, <laughs> I didn't think I missed it I thought I thought I was well and, um, I kind of miss the ease of it mm. like now I'm like two in my head and I'm just like, and I'm like, is this a date? Oh my God, does he like me? Does he like, like mm-hmm. I, that's what like I do work. all the time. And I like, it's, it's horrible. What I do is I put dudes in a category of either fuck or fight. Mm. Fight? Fight. I either hate you or I kind of want to bone you. And I <laughs> okay. want, or you're like, I either hate you or you're the, you could get it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's kind of stupid. It's like men are pieces of shit, but they're also. I mean, I mean that's hard to say. No, men are not pieces of shit. I I call that out of the. I'm pulling that back from the universe. Okay, okay. I don't want that in the universe. Okay, I'm pulling okay. that back, and and I I just want love. Okay, but I still have to say <laughs> the men. I treat them. I, I can't help it. I need to see men as more than just like pieces of meat, mm. and just like either do I do you? I'm swiping left or right on everybody, and oh, it's wow. horrible. But um. And I'm also always in my head. Like back during my whole phase, I kind of I didn't do that. Mm. I didn't think of it. I didn't. I wasn't awkward. Yeah. I was like, you. If you're talking to me, you like me. Like yes. you know what I mean. Like yes. that's what it is. But now, but honestly, this face of mine now, now because of what I do for a living, like everybody wants to talk to me, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that they like like you. Like I wrote a whole chapter. Like, is this a date? Are you? Are you? <laughs> are we having drinks that you wanted to have with me because yeah. you like me? Or do you want to get a project or something? Like, what is happening? Yeah. What it's uh, so I miss the ease of the whole phase of not thinking, which is horrible because you got to stay alert to stay alive. (laughs) 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 You you got to, and like that. Look, I I feel like the whole phase. It sounds like I was just like in these streets, like banging and banging and banging and banging and banging, and it wasn't like it was more. And somebody asked me the other day, like, how long was your whole phase? And I was like. "Mm." Eight months. And they're like, that's not a whole thing. No. I was like, it's a whole fu. <laughs> but when you're in it, though, that's the thing. And also, not only that, I think the phrase whole phase is relative for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, for some people, they can have, they can go really hard for three months. And you, they're like, oh, you, you're like, hey, how long is your whole phase? And they're like, oh, it's three months. But then they tell you what they did in the three months, and your mind could be blown. Exactly. <laughs> you could have thought you were having a whole, a whole phase for five years. Okay. But you didn't accomplish <laughs> what they did in three months. It's relative for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, that is a really good point, though. It's like when you're when you're not worried about. Well, that's the trick. I wish there was like something in between because, like, <laughs> when you're not worried about, like, when you're just like, okay, am I gonna have sex with this person or not? Very easy question. It's like you can figure that out. If the answer is yes, then you're like, all right, well, then just go to the next step. And it's like if you're thinking about, like, you're not thinking like, you know, how do I feel about this person's jawline? Like, <laughs> am, like, what is their credit like? You know, like, do I like their wallpaper? Like, you're not thinking about all that stuff and then you're not, like, psyching yourself out. I wish there was, like, something in between, like, really wondering, like, could I look at this person on a regular basis for the next 18 months? <laughs> like, and also, like, or the rest of my life, which I try not to do. Ugh, but there's people out there who are like... We're at the age. Yes. I mean, we are really at, we are really at the age. It's like, I wish there was something between, like, you know, could I... You know, does this person want to push a stroller? And like, mm. you know, do I want to have sex with this person immediately? Like, 
someplace where you yeah. could just relax I in between. I wish so too because there are, look, there are definitely guys that I know that are not in the fight <laughs> category of my life, but mm-hmm. like the fuck category. And I'm like, I love you. I will marry you today. But then there's other guys that I'm like, I just need five minutes. <laughs> That's fast. <laughs> That's fast. I don't need much. <laughs> I mean, I want a lot. Please do your best. But if when I'm done, I'm done. So, <laughs> but, but, God damn it. I wish that there was something in between. Because I, I mean, like, people be like, oh, are you, so are you dating? What's going on? I'm like, I'm dating the shit out of my book. Yeah. I'm like, I'm dating the movie I directed. I'm dating the, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. I really don't have time. I wish I had. I kind, I want to. I honestly, look, it's not even that I like want to be married. I want to be done thinking about mm. w- whether or not I should be married. I just, mm. I, I'm coming to the, I feel like, you know, there are certain things that they tell you, like when you're a kid, there'll be days like this or like, you know, one day you'll probably have to t- take care of your parents. The two lessons that I learned um, that no one told me was one that one day I would have to look at my parents as though they were human beings <laughs> and two that I would have to come to a place where I was either deciding to or deciding not to freeze my goddamn egg girl, girl I haven't even googled it but because I talk about it so much my phone now every time I'm scrolling Instagram I get like that weird that weird bra that weird oh, like yeah. oh I bra. hate that I hate that Loving hip hop, Instagram ass bra. I hate it. We talked about this yesterday. Literally, we talked about this yesterday. I hate it. Yes, the drawstring Instagram bra, and they're like, and then like egg freezing, like financial plans. Like that's the ads that I get. That's all I get. My phone is like, girl, you thinking about it? That's rude. Our last question. Yes. Uh, which I'm sad to say because Aww, it's been such a joy. It's so fun. It's so yeah. fun. <laughs> uh, we here are big proponents of your show, Empire. Yes. And fan fiction. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure y'all was going to ask me a phone sex question. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Not in this one. <laughs> nah. Since I could do all the voices. <laughs> <laughs> if you were Empire writer for today, or you writing some fan fiction about Becky... What would your storyline be? Mm. Anything you want. Anything. Scene one. (laughs) (laughs) The camera pans in slowly onto Lucius's desk as Becky is hate-fucking Andre. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And the Emmy goes, too. (laughs) (laughs) Scene one. (laughs) But why is it got to be like a hate? Like, I guess... Look, why well, can't be loving? I don't know, but um, it just works like that sometimes. Yeah, it's fan fiction is what you want. Exactly. It's what I want. <laughs> Alternate universe. Yes. yes, everything is in play. Like that one scandal episode. Which one? <laughs> like sometime this season where they were like, "What if?" Oh right, Vince right. Had won the election. Oh was, yeah, that's. Oh, we don't we don't talk about that. One? Oh no, 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 that's fine. It's just like that's a that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was like it's a wonderful life or something. That episode will have a viewer just messed up. It should They'll also like, what it should have been don't is like start there. What if Fitz wasn't trash though? Like yes. <laughs> that's the, that's okay. the real question. What if what if Olivia wasn't problematic as fuck? Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> Olivia. Now Olivia is somebody where I just want to be like, girl, just take two months off, <laughs> go to see my therapist, go back to that island, babe. Yeah. Right. Go right. To, like I heard like Cuba is real popping right now. That's what I'm saying. They say it's the new Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just go take a vacation. Go to Tulum. Yes. Go, like, go to Tulum. Go to Tulum. I'm going to Tulum. <laughs> I'm putting together my vacation right now because yes. what has this book tour done to me? Mm. Snatched my edges ball. <laughs> oh yeah. Snatched oh, my edges yeah. ball. Where are you going? And it's day three. And I'm <laughs> like, I think I, I'm choosing between I'm choosing between like three places, but like I keep telling them. <laughs> Oh, I'm such a bad person. I'm code switching like a mother in here. So I keep telling my tra- my travel. I keep telling everybody. They're like, you know. I was like, yeah, I want to be pussy up on a beach. Yeah. So like, which, like, like, I, no one's ever like, like, just out legs, the world. Like, no one's doing that on a beach, and no. I don't know why I keep giving people that vision of me. But they man. say if the sun hits it, yeah, I hear it, that's therapy. Yes. You gotta steam it as like doesn't um goop says that you gotta yes. steam it. You gotta let steam hit it. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm sorry. What what did the case women do with their vaginas. I don't know. They might have been on the hot springs. We don't know. <laughs> Probably. We don't know. That's what I would have been. Yeah. It's like a jacuzzi jet. Exactly. You know? Exactly. 
<laughs> that's the way to live uh f- what was the question oh so yeah if i <laughs> i think that like yeah i think becky would just run through um i would honestly they've been playing her like a oh my god they've been playing her hard body <laughs> on empire lucia's always got her messed up and she's that's loyal tough. to yeah, i would so loyal i think loyal. that yes i think <laughs> that cookie needs to sit becky down and be like listen <sighs> If you plan to ride for Lucius the way you've been doing it, just know that it got me 17 years in jail for doing this. And I'm trying to figure out my way to not. Because, like, because Cookie still is just, like, you know, just, like, pull, push, 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 with him, like, entrapped by him. I think Cookie needs to warn Becky. And even though it's, like, not romantic, like, you can get your, like, you could have, like, remember, Jay, remember, Becky sacrificed her relationship. Yes. For this company that mm, that steadily mm, plays her, mm. I would I would have Cookie give Becky the real real. This is never going to happen for you here. You are smart. You can go do this someplace else. Raid the safe. I'll turn around. Yes. I got your Raid back. the yes. safe. Get all the money. Get as much as you can and go do your own thing and make him eat it and then go fuck Andre. <laughs> I think that's, I would love that. That was hate beautiful. Fuck. Hate fuck it. Yeah. Hate fuck. That's what you do after you get so, the money. So Andre's yeah, exactly. in the fuck and fight con category. Okay. <laughs> they swear they say, get, get you a man who could do both. Get you. <laughs> get you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. How often do y'all curse on this show? Because... Oh, all the time. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, 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 straight. Good. It's not like somebody mama listening. So. No, exactly. Somebody mama listening. But we want to say thank you so much. Yes. This has been so fun. So much fun. You are the best. Yay! The best. And if you have not already, well, you might not because it just came out. It just came out. Literally, like when you hear it, it just came out. But you need to go and get her book. Yes. It is This Is Just My Face. Yes. Try Not To Stare. Yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously, though, it is really, really, really great. You will have a good time. You're going to get real misty eye. You're going to be sitting there just like sniffling. Oh, like you cry, Eric? I got like, my like real talk, my wife came around. She was like, you straight? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm good. Just, I'm good. I just give me five minutes. Like, <laughs> you straight, playboy? You high? Like, dang, just, just All chill. All sense of the thug. Yes. But, uh, but no, seriously, and you will, you will have those same experiences and you will love it. Yeah. So, and yes. also the audio book will be out the same mm. day as the book. So nice. like, oh, and the audio book is obviously you yeah the audiobook is me (laughs) it's my impression of viola Davis. no it's just straight up me the whole time it's me like doing weird versions of my dad's african accent they're like i think i probably it's i i thought i knew his accent i don't it's like i've never heard him before my mom actually never heard her before i don't know um but like there's a okay like we didn't talk about on the show but i also like did phone text for like three years (laughs) yeah but like i go through like all the voices and that's really fun it's really but it's my voice and you get all the jokes and all Although, like, it, it feels like you guys got all the jokes, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't, oh, yeah, I'm so glad. It's so in your, it's so in your voice. It's, in my voice. it's, it's yeah. like I knew that you had written the book. Because, you know, not every, like, not all, like, popping and rich, famous people be, like, writing their own book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have, mm-hmm. like, a ghostwriter or somebody who's, like, you know, heavily editing or whatever. I know. I'm going to be real smug about it, too. No, you should. <laughs> Honestly, because, like, reading the book, I could tell by the time I got to, like, the third page, I was like, she wrote this shit. I wrote it. She yeah. Wrote this. I wrote it. Because, like, I would be, I'd have to be at work on Empire at 530. I'd be up at 4 a.m. writing. Get like, it, girl. I'd wow. be, my friends would be in the club popping it, ho-phasing it. At mm-hmm. midnight, and I would be at home writing That's in the dark. Sweet. Like mm-hmm. I really wrote and, and and held down a job at the same damn time. Yes. Had a whole empire. I'm also on another show. Also on another show, and then and then uh, directing and all this stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote this. I'm gonna be real smug about it. Yes. <laughs> I wrote every word, every <laughs> single damn the exclamation word. points. <laughs> Well, you need to stand in your truth and be proud of that because that's a real accomplishment. Thank you. Yes. We're so happy for you. We're so glad to meet you. The book is yes. awesome. Everybody run out and get it. Yes. Today. Today. And then tell somebody else. Yes. <laughs> and shame them yes. until they do the same. Basically, mm-hmm. run, tell that, and then shame people until you guys are on the same level. Oh, it you works. have to shame people. Mm-hmm. That's it's what Beyonce thing. would do. That is exactly <laughs> what Beyonce would true. do. That is true. It's very true. <laughs> when I'm in a pickle, who else do I turn to? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note yes this has been an episode for Colored Nerds yes it is hosted by myself Eric Eddings yes and me Brittany Luce and we are produced by Bethel Hopte yes and um, if you want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash for Colored Nerds you can give us a dollar a month five dollars a month more a month we don't know you can also give us a 
rating and a review on iTunes. Five stars. Five stars only. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't come through. Don't come through with no two. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Three stars. Who the... What? You know who this is. If you got to this point in the episode, then like... Don't give us anything less than five because yeah. you could have turned this shit off a long time ago. Don't exactly. play yourself. Don't yes, play yourself. Don't play yourself. So, yeah, you can hit us up anytime you want for colornerds at gmail.com. We are still taking the intermittent relationship advice question. <laughs> I'm really desperate for inter- like relationship advice questions. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want some nice six brown chicks questions. <laughs> so, you guys you know you can come to us. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Yes. Party, party, party. Stay that's good. all we got. That's yeah, all we got. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Bye. 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 Hey, everybody, it's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.